Good morning, church. I hope you are well wherever you are. Uh, we are in a sermon series called The New Normal, and you've heard that term thrown around. We live in a weird world right now. Last week, Gary preached on powerful prayers as our new normal. This week, I would like to talk about a new custom of prayer. Our passage that we've been looking at for the sermon series is 2 Corinthians 5, 17. You can find the notes for this sermon at greateraltonchurch.org, along with all of our other sermons. Uh, last week, that sermon that Gary preached on powerful prayers, I highly recommend listening to it or watching the video. Again, greateraltonchurch.org is where you can find all of our notes and all of our sermons. 2 Corinthians 5, 17 says, Whoever is a believer in Christ is a new creation. The old way of living has disappeared. A new way of living has come into existence. You see, Christians are a part of a new humanity, a redeemed humanity. We are called out from the old humanity. If we're going to live as this new creation, prayer must be a part of our lives. We have to develop a custom of prayer. When I think of powerful praying people, like Gary talked about last week, a few people in Scripture come to mind. Joshua comes to mind. He prayed a, power, a prayer so powerful that it stopped the sun in the sky so that Israel could defeat its enemies. I think of David. We have his prayer journal in the book of Psalms. You see the ebb and flow of his life. You see when he's victorious. You see when he's downtrodden. You see all of his emotions. I think of Elijah. He prayed powerful prayers that stopped the rain and started the rain and other prayers. Today we're going to look at another prayer, uh, a prayer giant, a prayer warrior in scripture. We're going to look at Daniel. I highly recommend reading the entire book of Daniel. It's such a good book. If you learn about him, you see that there are many times in, this, in his story that it records him prayer. The prayer is even the reason he was thrown into the lion's den. You see, there was guys that wanted him out of the picture. His enemies convinced the king to outlaw praying to any other god than their gods. They did that because they knew it was the only way to trap Daniel. He was upright. He didn't do wrong. So they had to make something that wasn't wrong, wrong to trap him. This is what scripture records just before they trapped him. Daniel chapter 6, in the second half of verse 10 says, He prayed three times a day, just as he had always done, giving thanks to his God. Gary taught us that we can pray powerful prayers, but how can powerful prayers become a part of the new normal in my life. Well, for prayer to be my new custom, for God's new normal in my life, I need to develop a new or renewed custom of prayer. So prayer must be my new custom for God's new normal in my life, but how do I develop that new custom or that renewed custom of prayer in my life? Well, I have three, three points for you this morning, and they build on each other. There's steps, and I would love to tell you I have it all figured out, but I don't. 
I'm preaching for weak, from weakness here because I'm not the best prayer warrior. There are other people who are better at it than, than I, and I'm learning from them. So if I want to develop a new, a renewed custom of prayer, the first thing that I do is I pray early. I pray early. Psalms 5 verse 3 says, Each morning you listen to my prayer as I bring my request to you and wait for your reply. Psalms 119, 147 says, Even before sunrise, I pray for your help, and I put my hope in what you have said. And in Mark chapter 1, verse 35, we see Jesus, and it says, Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. So my question for you is, what is the first thing you do in the morning? It's your first thing. Um, I'm not sure about you, but for me, I don't fully wake up right away. I wouldn't say that I'm conscious until I get to work, which, yeah, driving's sketchy. Um, it's about, I get up at 5.30 and it's about 6 o'clock before I'm really awake. So while I'm having my coffee and my quiet time, I'm praying to God. I pray early. You see, prayer is the only offensive weapon given to us in the armor of God. Are you equipping yourself with it every day? It's the best way to start the day. You won't need to have that 911 prayer that Gary was talking about as an emergency if you're praying about everything coming up first thing in the morning. God, so I don't know what's going to happen today, but please be with me. Is your first thought to connect to the creator of the universe every morning. I would argue that connecting with the creator of the universe is actually the best part of waking up. And I love coffee. So the first thing I do if I want to start a custom of prayer is I pray early. The second thing is I pray often. I sound political right now. Vote early, vote often. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about prayer. So pray early. Pray often. Do you pray often? Colossians 4.2 says, Be persistent in prayer and keep alert as you pray, giving thanks to God. Ephesians 6.18 says, And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. So I'm developing this custom of prayer. I'm going to pray early. I'm going to pray often. What does that look like in our life? Well, think about a close relationship you have. For me, I think about my wife. If I only spoke to Cassie once a day and had very superficial dialogue, would our relationship be considered healthy? Last night, we actually had this conversation. I've been stressed and distracted at work and in my life. And she talked to me that she has felt I've been very superficial with her this past week. And that the stress is evident in my life. And that it's not healthy for our relationship. We had this conversation last night. It's true. If I'm not going deep in my conversation with my wife, our relationship is not going to be healthy. 
So how can I expect to have a close relationship with my God if I'm not talking to him often and I'm not being deep with him? We talk to our children about being deep in their prayer to God. Don't just thank him for the day and be superficial about things. Talk to him about your problems and your struggles, but also talk to him about your victories in him and talk to him about your desires. Talk to him about what you're thankful for and do it often. So I pray early and I pray often. And that's where I'm at in my walk right now. I'm at step two. I said I have three points. So obviously I have room to grow. And this is where I want, step three is where I want to be. So if I pray early, I pray often. But step three, I want to pray continually. And I was joking around with Alan. If, if I was further along my walk, I'd probably have a step four. But I'm only trying to get to step three right now. Step three, pray continually. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 and 18 says, Rejoice always. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And then in Philippians 4, 6 through 7, it says, Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Tell him every detail of your life. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. Like I said, these points build up on each other, and I'm still trying to get here. I'm still trying to get to praying continually. Just think about how it would be in your life if you were in constant dialogue with God. Yes, I said dialogue. Prayer isn't a one-way street. It goes back and forth. God talks to us. Now I know what you're thinking. Mike hears voices. Well, I hear no more voices than most of you. What I'm saying is, is that sometimes God's voice is louder, louder than an audible voice. Have you ever, when I was younger, my dad wanted to get my attention. He just smacked me upside the back of the head. Get my attention. Sometimes God's voice is that to me. There are things in my life where God is like that right there, but he's not like audible. It's just obvious. God's spirit is moving within me. When was the last time someone taught you how to do something? Did they just tell you once and leave you on your own? I mean, sometimes that's the way it goes. They're like, here you go, do this, and then they're out. In those situations, success is difficult, if not impossible. When I'm training a new guy at work, I have a pattern of how I teach them. First, for a week, I do everything for them. I'm talking to them as I do it. Okay, we're going to put a 30-second bend radius on 16-gauge steel. We're going to need a sharp 90-degree punch, and we're going to need a 3-8 V-die. And a lot of you just have no idea what I just said. It's because I'm training you. I'm telling you exactly what I'm doing. And that goes on for a week where I'm programming everything. I'm getting the tooling, showing them how to measure it, 
I'm getting the material, showing them how to check it, where I'm doing everything for them and letting them watch and hear. The second week, I tell them what to do, but I let them do the work. So I'm still right there with them, walking alongside them, showing them how to do it, but letting them do it. Because some people are audible learners, some people are physical learners. Tactile learners, that's the word. And I let them do that. The third week, they do all the work without me giving them directions. But I'm still right there with them. I'm still talking with them. And when they make a mistake, I point it out to them and help them correct it before things go wrong. I walk with them and I teach them. There's a back and forth. Does that describe your prayer walk with your Heavenly Father? Because I want that in my life. I'm trying to get to this point. Daniel was there. It says three times a day he faced Jerusalem and prayed. I'm sure there was more than just three times a day he was praying. Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day. Tell him every detail of your life. That's what Philippians just told us. Are you sharing every detail of your life with your God? How about you? Where are you in these steps? Are you praying early? Are you praying often? Are you praying continually? M Mike, I don't know what to pray for. I don't have enough to pray for to pray often or continually. Yes, you do. Um, you can pray for your government leaders. You can pray for the president. You can pray for your governor. I didn't vote for them, Mike. I didn't ask who you voted for. I said you pray for them. But they're Democrat and I'm a Republican. No, you're Christian. Pray for your leaders. Pray for your congressman. Pray for your mayor. Pray for them. Right there, that's a lot to pray for. <laughs> Our country needs prayer. You can pray for your family. You could pray for healthcare workers. Right now, we're still in this global pandemic. They need your prayer. You could pray for the people suffering from COVID. They need your prayer. You could pray for your brothers and sisters. You could pray for your children. You could pray for your parents. You could pray for your aunts and uncles. You could pray for your family. You can pray for your, the church, not just your church, not just Little C Church, Big C Church. It's throughout this entire world, God's trying to shine his light through his church into a dark place all over the world. You can pray for that. You could pray for fill in the blank. You have needs. You have desires. You have victories in your life. You can praise God for them. There's so much to pray for. All of your struggles. There's so much to pray for. Are you wanting to start a prayer life? <clears throat> Are you new to Christianity? Is this still weird to you? Because sometimes it feels weird to me. People are worried about just starting a habit, and habit has such a negative connotation. 
but they're wanting to start this new custom of prayer and they're worried that it's just going to be checking off a box. I would implore you, at first, check off the box. I've started this weight loss journey this year and at first, I didn't want to do it. I like brownies. I like ice cream, obviously. But for me, to lose weight, I had to just start checking that box every day. I needed to develop a custom in my life. This box, I'm checking off that I'm eating my green beans. I don't like green beans. I eat green beans now. I've even tried the asparagus that is the devil stock. I still don't like that. I, I, I still won't eat that. But I'm doing things that are different. And for me to start something new, I had to check off a box before I could just get into it. I, I hope I'm making sense on this point. The, if I want my quiet times, my time with God to be consistent, sometimes I have to check off the box because my heart's not in it for whatever reason. And that's not always right. I'm not saying that's right. But I want to hear from my God. So I need to pray. I need to be spending time in his word. But sometimes my heart's not in it. I still need to do it. You need to start a custom of prayer in your life. What about those of you who, yes, Mike, I have a custom of prayer, but it's just, I'm in a rut. I'm in a rut. It doesn't, there's, there's no feeling there. Change it up. Change it up. Try something new. Maybe start a prayer journal or go on prayer walks. Just, or maybe just pray at times other than meals and bedtime. Find something that works for you. Prayer journals don't work for me. They become doodle journals. But prayer walks work for me. I pray as I walk. Even at work, I'm praying. Mike, I have a hard time building a prayer. I want it to be perfect. In my head, my prayers are not always words. Sometimes they're grunts and groans, and that's okay. God understands. Most of the time, they're phrases or single words or maybe one or two sentences. It's not eloquent. It's not always beautiful. I hope that makes sense. I just need to tell God stuff. And I'm a dumb guy sometimes, and I just, bleh, there you go, God. Or, I'm so excited! There you go, God. Figure out how to get out of the rut so that your prayer life can, with God can be amazing and fulfilling and a two-way street. Wherever you are and whoever you are, you can have a deeper prayer life with God. You can have a powerful prayer life like Gary was talking about last week. And just to be clear, I'm sure not every prayer that Daniel prayed felt amazing. In fact, in Scripture, again, read the book of Daniel, he prays for weeks without getting an answer. And I'm sure at some point in the second week, he was feeling a little down, like, is this really working? But he didn't stop. 
And he got the answer to his prayer. Don't stop. The difference between Daniel and me is that he didn't give up. So I need to not give up. Don't stop talking to God. He is listening and he is responding. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, you are so amazing. I love you so much. I'm so grateful that you have given us this time and this place. You've given us this country where we have freedom, Father. Help us to learn how to have a habit of prayer, a new custom of prayer in our lives. Help us as your church to make this world a better place for everyone. Help us to shine your light into dark places in our society. Right now, Father, there are people listening to my voice who have doubts about you and doubts about praying to you. Please show yourself to them. Send your people to them. Send your word to them. Help them find you, Father. Right now, there are brothers and sisters in your family who are struggling. Please bless them. Please help them. Help them grow closer to you. Help them to feel your presence in their life. Help them to know that you are there. Thank you so much for sending your spirit that you, we can have you with us all the time, Father. That we can walk in step with your spirit. I pray that all of us here can develop this custom of prayer in our life and never be far from you. I love you. It's in your name I pray. Amen.